welcome to an update of the German mortgage market. And as you are aware of this, it's a core market here for Hyperboard in Germany. Two of our largest subsidiaries are highly exposed to the mortgage market, or you can say we are dominating in a certain way the German mortgage market. So we are linked to this and to understand the German mortgage market is important for an investor if he is interested in Hyperboard. Okay, so talking about German mortgage market, there's an underlying housing market and this housing market is diverse. You could say in a certain way of simplification, it has three segments, the unoccupied houses, apartments and single family houses typically. It's roughly something between 40 and 45% in Germany right now. So less than every second German household is living in their own apartment or house. And besides this, you have a renting market, which is divided in, you could say, two segments, an institutional segment for social housing with a core focus, municipal-owned or cooperative-owned, and a much larger privately-owned part where small landlords uh, do this to secure their pension, uh, to, uh, let's say, diversify their assets. Um, uh, so it's not untypical that uh, you just have one or two apartments additional for rent here in Germany. And this is roughly a third of the, the German housing market. So when we talk about this, um, the activities of Hyperport in general are focused on two areas, the institutional housing sector, where we will not talk a lot about uh, today, and the home ownership market with the underlying mortgage market for private households. This is the one I'm going to talk about a lot today. And this is where the majority of our business models focused on. But to understand this, so Germany is pretty untypical for a developed society. A large number of people still live in a renting space, even their whole life. Let's say the typical German in middle class, upper class household in a certain moment migrates from the renting market to the home ownership market and stays then in this. So yeah, looking on the German mortgage market in the past 15 years, you can say that when I entered the German mortgage market and when Hyperport entered the German mortgage market more than 20 years ago, uh, it was a pretty boring market from a perspective of dynamics. Uh, Germany had roughly 80 million inhabitants and it had this since the 1970s. Numbers of constructors were low, prices were stable, rents were stable. If you wanted to move, you could choose pretty freely, even in uh, metropolitan areas, what you are able to afford and you could get what you want. In this market, the mortgage market was more or less flat. You see this, something around 50 billion uh, per quarter was a usual volume. If you wanted to grow in this um, market, you had to take market share. And Hyperport was taking market share in this market for a long time. This market changed in 2011 because of the European integration. The free labor movement uh, within the European Union made it possible that people from the south and the east of Europe moved with their family to Germany to occupy here the higher paid jobs available in the German industry. And with the robust industry, thanks to Agenda 2010, we had a growing number of workforce which we needed. And so a constant inflow of net migration to Germany since this moment. But for the last 12 years, you can say, Germany had a couple of hundred thousand people moving to Germany net every year, so uh, and increasing the number of inhabitants from this 80 million, where we stayed for a very long time, to right now 84 million people here in Germany. So a plus of 4 million people, 2.5 million households, you can say, uh, they added. In a short period, until you can say something around 2014, this additional demand from net migration 
led only to a reduction in uh, the vacant apartments. First in the metropolitan areas, later as well in the suburbans. And starting then in roughly 2014, we saw a sharp increase in uh, first rents and later in house prices with a very strong dynamic, you can say over a period of uh, since 2014, eight years, house prices roughly doubled here in average in Germany. So this is a dynamic uh, which, let's say, we are not supported by the uh, mortgage market, but help the mortgage market to grow. So other than in in the Anglo-Saxon markets where the price uh, development of the real estate market was driven by availability of mortgages. Here it was the other way around. Because of the increase in prices um, in the real estate market, you had to borrow more mortgage volume uh, to take part. And because of this, this market went up to roughly a 70 billion market uh, over a period of um, eight years. It's important to understand the difference to, uh, to the Anglo-Saxon uh, reality. Uh, which we saw, especially pre-financial crisis. So the, let's say, the German banks were, let's say, remembered the financial crisis. The German regulator remembered the financial crisis. So during this period of expanding mortgage market, there were a lot of noise from the regulator to uh, be focused on risk when you are underwriting mortgages here in in Germany. So the, the risk profile of German mortgages went down during this period, as went the number of transactions. In this period of eight years, uh, a million households less than previously uh, acquired a new home. Germans didn't trust in this uh, price development, so um, they're surprised by the dynamics and uh, postponed their decisions so that you can say the mortgage market, the dynamic in the mortgage market was much less than the price dynamic in the real estate market. So, So the price dynamic was funded by demand and equity and not like in that the pre-financial crisis environment, that the mortgage market were inflating the the property prices. So this is important to understand when you want to understand as well what's going on right now in the German uh, mortgage market. And then I say right now, since third quarter here, the last two, three quarters, we saw the sharpest drop in the German mortgage market historically recorded from a short peak in the first quarter of this year Thanks to, let's say, uh, a, a sell-off during a sharp increase of, uh, of interest rate, we dropped uh, to a level below what we saw in the market when we were 80 million people and didn't see any net migration and had uh, roughly a million uh, units uh, vacant. So we are down to, you can say, more or less a 40 billion mortgage market per quarter here in Germany now. And this is, from a German perspective, it, it was not expectable and it was... Uh, it's, it is still feels uh, surreal to be in this. You can describe this best that uh, there is a deadlock between uh, potential buyers and sellers uh, in the current situation. Prices didn't drop sharp during this period. Uh, we saw a peak in prices in May last year. Since May last year until January this year, prices dropped um, a good 10% in average um, here in Germany, while um, incomes went up a couple of percent uh, parallel. But the sharp increase in uh, the mortgage rate would have uh, needed a drop in uh, roughly 30-35% to compensate this. So this didn't happen uh, because in the end um, of the source of the price development before, uh, the huge demand and potential sellers see this huge demand and just wait for the the right buyer to come. While buyers on the other side um, have a challenge to 
finance what they dreamed of, what they could acquire. Yeah. One drill down deeper. I just talked about the, the purchase area. Uh, you see here uh, a trends in the, let's say, four uh, core um, mortgage areas. So we talked about purchase. So sharp drop recently, as described, even even sharper the drop. And when you think about the huge exceeding uh, demand, which we uh, right now face in Germany because of the migration, is the new construction area. So more than 75% down from a not very heated up development of new housing here in Germany. And maybe this is as well something I tend to mention, yeah, this, uh, during this period uh, since the 1970s, so the stable 80 million people here in, in Germany, we increased our regulation for construction with a focus to increase the density of uh, our cities. We made it more or less impossible to develop new districts, um, even, uh, even to just build something uh, new is highly regulated because it was not expected to be necessary. We, we wanted to increase the quality of our stock in, uh, in, in housing and uh, not uh, take down uh, things and uh, replace it by new. So the regulation is high. And uh, in this environment, yeah, even in this period of huge demand over the last uh, 10 years, the number of new constructions just roughly doubled from 150,000 units to 300,000 units per year. And right now we can see that uh, we expect a sharp drop in this because uh, new houses, new housing is more or less not financed anymore. 35% of this. So we could end up with um, just 100,000 uh, new units per year in a couple of years when nothing uh, special happens yet. As well down, and uh, this is from a German perspective, even more surprising is the refinancing market. Uh, you may be aware of Germans finance for 10 years fixed interest rate. There's no prepayment options, so you renew your mortgage after 10 years. And with this in mind, the flexibility to earlier or later renew a mortgage, it's pretty low. And with this, um, yeah, you can see that uh, in, we, we had a long trend of, uh, let's say, stable increase with the total number of mortgages out there until the beginning of 2022, how much refinancing volume was going for Europeans in the first quarter because of the sharp interest rate rise. Lots of people refinanced as early as possible and then a couple of uh, quarters, even years in the future. And with this, we saw an, a peak here of refinancing, but the current level is not sustainable because they are coming every quarter, uh, mortgages uh, to be refinanced and uh, people postpone this decision right now to the last moment, you can say. And we need to get back to uh, in this trend channel here. Yeah, and as well, um, in a certain way, it's surprising. Modernization is down as well in an environment where, especially environmental uh, regulation and the energy efficiency increase in uh, homes is uh, heavily uh, demanded uh, by politics, that this interest rate rise um, is this intense as well on the modernization side is in a certain level a surprise still. It needs to change. Um, just to give you an uh, orientation, to meet our 2045 energy efficiency goals here in Germany, we need 20 billion per quarter investments in uh, our housing stock, um, which is home occupied. So from this where we are to this where we need to come, uh, it's a long way to go in, in uh, financing. And uh, so the, the current level is not sustainable if we even want to get close to our goal. Saying this and uh, switching a little bit from the perspective, what happened to the perspective, how this market uh, is going forward. It's important to understand that Germans acquire their first home and typically their last home 
exactly once in their lifetime. And they do this because of a trigger event, not because of uh, interest rate environments, inflation or something else. The core reason to acquire a home is that you want to build a nest for your family, uh, often uh, linked to the planning or the arrival of children. This is the moment where the typical German household switches from the renting market to the home ownership market. And so for, for buying a property or for building a property, uh, children are the core reason. Sometimes later you want to slip it or because of a long movement within Germany from one municipal area to another, you have to buy again. You, you, you're not going back to the renting market, you, you then buy again. So, but this is from the number of trigger transactions already far behind the children's trigger. And with this in mind, it's, it's in a certain way very special that uh, over a period of the last eight years, a million people didn't make it from the renting market to the housing market because they were triggered. So the trigger were there. They wanted to, they wanted to upgrade, but um, let's say the speed in price development were disabling them to adjust this what they are able to afford to the re, to their dream. So uh, everyone starts with a expectation in this journey from uh, from renting to a home ownership market, and normally it takes a couple of months to realize that you are able to just afford a little bit less and do it then, or you are lucky. Um, during the period of the last eight years, the dynamics on the price level made it difficult uh, for people to adjust their dreams. So prices were rising faster than they could adjust their dreams and they stayed in the renting market. They were locked in the renting market, you can say. Uh, and right now, because of this sharp increase in uh, interest rates, they hesitate again. Plus, everyone who's triggered, and we talk about more than uh, 100,000 trigger events per month here in Germany, is joining this journey and realizing that it's really difficult to afford what you are dreaming of uh, with this current interest environment and their high prices. But the lack of supply, and we will talk about this in a moment, makes it, let's say, didn't give you hope that this is going to change. Let's say you just are in such a struggle to uh, adjust to your new reality with the higher interest rate and uh, buy something you are really able to afford. So smaller, um, uh, more distance from uh, metropolitan areas and older. And people do this, but they do this slow. So we see this progress uh, of downsizing uh, their, their dreams and matching the affordability for the last uh, four quarters already. But they do this slow. And with this, the number of transactions went, went down. Uh, you can say roughly, as you saw, uh, only half of the number of transactions made right now. And this was a lack of um, other options for families. So all other reasons um, for doing the decisions are, you can say, minor. They influence in, in a certain way the speed, but they don't influence that you want to move to the home ownership market. So looking on this, situation is we see that the market stabilizes uh, on a lower level. All three months of the last quarter were already stable. And this year we saw light positive trend from this level. So we, we stay on this button on the lower level and uh, market is going to recover from here. The core question, is for everyone who is considering investing in hyperbot or is invested in hyperbot is how long this may take. We see a lot of positive trends in the market. We see that the price dynamic slowed down. So we see a stability in prices now here in Germany. February prices were exactly on January level 0.3% higher than 
so in the statistically not relevant, the, the decline of the prices slowed down to a level where they are just staying flat. So waiting is not an incentive anymore and will not close the gap between your dream and what you are able to afford. On the other side, income level goes up. Um, right now, uh, units fight for a double-digit um, increase in uh, salaries here in Germany. And with this, um, let's say, an, a, an positive trend is there in, uh, in, uh, on the income side. The seller side uh, gets as well more certain about uh, being able to sell their properties. They reduce uh, what they are willing to uh, give discounts um, uh, on the portal when you monitor this. And there is a lot of uh, properties available right now. So uh, the choice got much better than a year ago, but it's still limited. And um, especially when you are a family which was triggered, now a couple of months already waiting for your perfect match. And you see that properties leave the markets again because someone else bought them. You are getting desperate uh, because you are locked into your current situation in your renting apartment, which is which will not fit or doesn't fit already uh, your uh, household needs. And um, I, th I think this is important to understand. So there is no chance that uh, Germans uh, stop buying properties because of an uh, all-in-all locked renting market. Um, we regulated this renting market in a period where we were stable, had 80 million people. So people moving were a normal process. And because of the sharp increase in inhabitants here in Germany, there are no vacant apartments anymore. Uh, we saw a sharp in, uh, increase in rents, especially new rents. So if you want to leave your current apartment, you first, you can't find anything fitting your needs. And if you would, uh, you would double the, the rent per square meter. Um, effectively, and this makes it pretty expensive uh, to, uh, let's say, close to impossible, and then pretty expensive to change in the in the renting market. Uh, while in the home ownership market, there is a um, high level of uh, availability right now of properties which you could acquire. And with this in mind, we see that within a couple of quarters, this market will recover from the current level. And then the second question from an investor perspective is where it's going to. And let's say we, we see here that thanks to the stabilized prices and the near-term future higher prices again because of lack of supply and the huge uh, demand side, this market is up for new records for the volume. So this is what we saw in the past, a volume of uh, 70 million. It's for the mid-term future, a button line. We see the potential of more. So let's look on the supply side. Number of sales of existing properties is more or less stable with a small trend down because of the lock-in effect of uh, renting market and home ownership market. Lock-in effect on renting market, you can't leave your property anymore, so nobody is quitting a renting contract. Landlords are also not allowed to. So if this happens, then usually this property comes to the home ownership market, is acquired by a um, self-occupying um, new family. This is getting down because of uh, this lock-in of the renting market and uh, less, less, less and less properties getting empty. On the homeowner occupied market, you have the challenge that uh, the new regulation surrounding energy efficiency triggers renovation. So the transaction costs are increasing. So while the previous owner can just stay uh, even uh, in a uh, less efficient building, uh, the new owner has to renovate. And this additional cost reduces the efficiency of this market and the, the numbers of transactions. So. Yeah, but both in mind, the supply side from existing properties is uh, not going to increase here in Germany. And the same goes for the new buildings. I told you already, 
let's say we as a German society were able to ramp up our new construction volume from 150,000 to 300,000 units over a period of 10 years. Right now, we struggle to maintain this level. And this is still far below this what would be needed to compensate the net migration. We regulated everything heavily. It's not possible to build new, new districts. If you build something new, it's heavily regulated and uh, super expensive right now. And on the labor and material side, there are limitations as well. So don't expect the German um, new construction side to supply a lot in the near time future. So with this, uh, we come to a summary that uh, there is an increasing demand and uh, let's say best case is stable supply. We have already an exceeding demand of 2 million euros. Any additional migration will uh, trigger additional demand. Here in Germany, we see the boomer generation leaving the working market. So a lot of labor is needed. Talk about hundreds of thousands of uh, free jobs here in Germany right now and uh, more to come, which will trigger a huge migration in the next decades as, as well. So with this, uh, the regulated renting market with its increasing renting costs does give any relief to households which are triggered. The property prices will go up, but will be the only solution for a, a triggered family to uh, to solve their changing housing needs. And so with this, uh, we expect an increased number of transaction volume. So more or less a slight increase in uh, numbers of transactions. And from the current level, uh, a steady increase, not as fast as it was in the previous decade. So not a doubling in the next 10 years of uh, German home ownership prices. But then a slight increase um, of prices as well in the in the next ten years. And with this, the mortgage uh, volume, which just because of this market as it is right now and as it is predictable, of uh, somewhere between seventy-five and hundred billion, including a lot of investments needed to meet our energy efficiency goals, and this will be part of the mortgage market of the near-term future. And besides this, that the mortgage market here in Germany will recover and will grow. Have in mind that we are taking market share. We did this uh, during a long period until 2011 when the market was just stable. We did it in the period when this market was growing and outperformed the market heavily. And uh, even right now, we are taking market share in the declining market environment. Uh, brokers are profiting from this market share. It makes a lot of sense for banks uh, to migrate their branch networks right now to, to Europace. So the future is Europace in the mortgage market and the dominance of uh, uh, Europace as the a single core platform for this market um, is, is going to be more dynamic than even the market recovery that we will see. So far about uh, Hyperport, um, uh, invest your time and uh, make a deep dive. Our investor relations happy to answer your questions. Disclaimer. As described in our legal section on our website www.seat11a.com, this publication is just for informational purposes only. This means it is not considered to give you any investment advice. Any opinion or recommendation expressed by the companies is neither given nor supported by us and should not be considered an investment advice from our side. Also remember that any opinion or recommendation expressed is subject to changes without further notice. The content itself is obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but we do not guarantee its accuracy, completeness, or timeline of its content.
Seat11a.com and its employees disclaim all liabilities for any loss that may arise in any form from any use of information in the video slash audio and from our website. We neither express any opinion on the future value of any security or other investment vehicle, nor recommend any investment based on the information given. Please consider the publications and our website as a platform for companies to present themselves, but you need to seek financial advice from an expert regarding the accuracy and appropriateness of the material presented or recommended by the companies in the publication, as we are just considered a publisher. We may hold and trade any time securities in the presenting company, may it be a listed or private company. By consuming our content, you agree to these terms and the terms in our legal section on our website.